Welcome to episode 217 of the Two on Three podcast, where two of your friends bring three topics just about twice a month in an attempt to solve the human condition. I'm Ty. You can find me slipping into apoplexy in reaction to the Mariners offseason at SEATJK. And with me, as always, is Chris. Where can we find you railing against the authoritarian surveillance state wrought by that goddamn elf on the shelf, Chris? You can find me at CD Villa Senor on the Twitter, and yes, that 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 elf on the shelf is such a snitch. It's just you don't want that shit in your house. I mean, really? I try to get out of it. You gotta invite that thing into your home, and you know we we I I've sent it away. I sent I sent elf on the shelf the f out to hell. I hope. <laughs> I told. Is there I any other way you can do it? Don't you have to do like we had? I had to do like this this exorcism. Like I had to open up a I had to open up a hell mouth and stuff it in there, and then jam that thing closed. I drew a Gaelic symbol on the kitchen floor, <laughs> <laughs> surrounded with candles. Um, I try to tell the kids like as Thanksgiving, like either right before, or right after Thanksgiving, that I'd heard from the elf, and the elf said she couldn't come anymore. <laughs> And they were like, why, why? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Just, she said she was done. Nihilism. There's a lot There's a lot of employment. The staffing issues at the North Pole. So she they got can't, laid off. So they can't really They can't really afford to have like just elves just hanging out at people's houses doing nothing. Yeah, right. I got I mean, the, um, the eight-year-olds on the, on the uh, like, you don't have to buy the super expensive thing. Santa can make it mm-hmm. thing right now. And I'm mm-hmm. like, man, I'm about to tell you the real deal like you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna continue to insist that like you know santa's gonna have to drop half a k on a brand new ipad because <laughs> you, you think he's gonna make it yes him and the rest of the prisoners at foxconn oh my make, god have, have to make your ipad yeah you know i think you know that's the that's the thing about having young kids right it's the you have to sort of feed the mythology a little bit as much as you can until they sort of come around and then it's all good yeah i guess (laughs) all right well interact with the show on twitter for as long as that exists at two on three pod uh or maybe you actually will have to interact via email at at two on three pot.com i have my domain registrar is not going to be taken offline by a uh a mercurial billionaire <laughs> you never know I, it's true mark and Andreessen could buy name cheap <laughs> just, just block us and just say and just ban us i didn't know that mark Andreessen looks like zippy the pinhead until today that's the thing i found really he didn't yeah know that? Yeah. Hmm. yeah it looks like uh Bill from the Guess Who game, like a bullet head, just crazy, like like a, like <laughs> He's a been Robin's egg forever. at Easter. Is he trying to reinsert himself back into the zeitgeist here? Is he yeah, trying yeah, to? Yeah, is yeah. he is he setting himself up as a foil for Elon? No, no, no. He's like on board. Oh, he's with. He's on. He's oh yeah, with, yeah. He's, he's drifting he's, toward Peter Thiel. Like uh, it's yeah. it's all a nightmare out there in Silicon Valley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so about the show, <laughs> I oh, know yeah, you're itching sure. to get to the trailer park, but I also know you had something else to chat GPT about. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I mean, that's 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 one of my that's one of my things. Are we gonna are we starting the show here? Did you want? No, to, I'm I'm to... I'm I'm setting you up because oh, I, yes. I yeah yes. I'm just gonna oh. allow you to elaborate, and then I was gonna say what yes. I brought also. Well, we are we are charging into the singularity, or or if you've been watching the peripheral, maybe the jackpot. It's gonna mm-hmm. be one or the other. Um, and so we'll talk that's about like that. Almost a good show. It's really close to being a good show. 
We could talk. We could figure out what's not good about it. We could sidebar a little later about that. But maybe we'll talk about um, that in the OT instead. And then, um, and then, um, then we then we'll hit the trailer park for some uh, for some holiday for some holiday movie viewing. I look forward to it. Um, I've got you know a couple of critically important anecdotes to share. (laughs) (laughs) I want to always always find clothes that fit just right. Um, I reached new heights recently in, in relating to my children recently. And uh, it's going to be time for another short round of From the Drafts. Mm. Again, because they might get deleted. <laughs> <laughs> Read them now. Yeah. Then, of course, it's Dad Jokes of the Week. And uh, we'll touch on perhaps the coming of the teenage apocalypse in the overtime. But as always, before we get to that, have you ever wished life would move just a little bit faster, Chris? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> no? No. I'm, ready. Okay. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm okay in real time, or even you could even slow me down a little bit. It'd be fine. So I think that my podcast habits, listening habits, have actually started to have a real-world effect on my attitude. Um, and so I listen to almost everything at 2X. Almost everything. Mm-hmm. Some things are too conversational, right? Like the, the, the colloquialisms are, I have to like listen a little close, more closely. So, mm-hmm. you know, I got to go drop, drop down to 1.5, which always irritates me now. <laughs> and like anything slower. And I'm like, are these people drunk? And it's gotten to the point where like at work, I intentionally skip calls that I know I don't have to talk in so that I can listen to it later on 1.5 or 1.75 X. Because I just... Then I can also skip the parts that are like annoying. <laughs> oh, I mean that's I mean that's I mean that's yeah, you can skim it a lot better as opposed to joining the meeting and then basically zoning out for the for the hour or trying to work on something else while while other things are happening. Well, and that's the thing, right? Like I actually get more out of it because it gets my full attention because I have to like mess with the scrubber and like move through the 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 uh if sometimes it'll have the um, auto-generated captioning. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And so I'm, I'm actually absorbing more of it. And then I'll actually go back and listen to parts that I know I need to, like, oh, that's particularly important. Whereas, like, if I'm on the call live, and again, I don't have to speak, and so I'm either on mute or it's a webinar-oriented call, mm-hmm. I definitely just start drifting in and out and going and doing other things. Uh-huh. And I come out of the call, and I'm like, wait, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't absorb any of that. So I, I am being, like... But it also means that I'm just like skipping out on things I'm technically supposed to be attending. Sure, sure. I mean, by doing that, you're you're not providing your input. But if you're treating if you're treating work meetings like podcasts, I sort of get that. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not a it's not a horrible idea, especially. But I think if you're if you if they're looking for input from you, you should probably attend. <laughs> of course, of course. But also, you know, I mean, like I find that even in real life, I'm like, can you get to the point? Like I've always been like that anyway, but it's yes. like uh, now uh, I'm, I think I'm getting, and maybe again, it's a combination of just, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I understand where you're going. And I can tell that like my wife is fatigued with this from me where I'm like, you're, I know you're not doing it on purpose, but you're sort of sp- like, you're describing to, I don't need any more information. <laughs> and there's no polite way to say that. No. Right. There's just no polite way for me to say to someone who's talking, skip. stop talking and say skip, the thing. Skip that you to, the to, to, skip <laughs> to the end. Skip to the end. You just did it to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're supposed to say to them. I wasn't saying that to you. I was like, say, skip to the end. Skip say, to the end. Say less. Say less. <laughs> say less. The uh, what's the, the Adam Sandler movie? Click. Remember that? Yes. Yes. Listen, yes, if I'm go. married to Kate Beckinsale, I ain't fast forwarded shit. <laughs> let's be let's be clear. Let's be clear about how I'm handling my life if my wife is Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, probably. Yeah, like In especially fact, like, there's a lot of rewinding to when we we're young. Is basically what's <laughs> what that's gonna be like. <laughs> 
It's like, oh, look, we're 22 again. <laughs> Let's get this going. Remember that week we spent in Italy? Yeah. yeah. Let's let's just relive that over and over again. Well, on you being horny for Kate Beckinsale, why don't we start mm. the show? Uh, I'm sorry. Were you going to kick it off with the fusion talk? I can talk. I, let's let's let me let's jump f- in. little futurism. Just kick the little show futurism. off. So it's been a big recent time for the world, and the first thing was the fusion thing, which yeah. I think is pretty cool. It's very cool. It it's it it. Uh, I hope they the engine now that the scientists have done their thing. Uh, like now it's time to let the engineers try to figure out how to make this thing work on a on a on a permanent basis. But <laughs> the dude, the highlight of the whole thing was the dude who gave the speech, and I forget who he works for. He's the chairman of whatever. But okay. <laughs> he he talked about it. He talked about this technology and how it's, this is amazing. Like we put in two megajoules of energy and get three megajoules out. It's like it's, it's this is great. It's it works exactly the way we hope it would. Mm-hmm. And he says, and uh, I just want everybody to know that it's a, an exciting time and we're hiring. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, we need. Can we get the smart brains to engage on this because this is so all you smart brains who are out there who are trying to get rich making stupid like social apps or whatever right. or or flappy bird three or whatever you're doing starting your youtube just tw- twitch streaming twitch i mean <laughs> whatever you're doing big brains out there stop and let's do this let's do this first i just want and this is the important stuff so let's 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 handle it but yeah i, I saw that you know the smart ass answer to it is what are we going to use that fusion energy for to like a you know spin a turbine yeah. Yes. <laughs> so well, steam. So steam energy again. Well, it's, it's better than. It's better than. It's better than burning course, coal to spin the turbine. Of course it is. It's just. Mm-hmm. It is funny to me that ultimately, the only yeah. thing we ever do is create steam energy. That's right. We, yes. we exactly. Everybody. It's it all. It's all steam. It is it's all, it's steam, all steam all the way down. It's all, all the way down. Like a shocking amount of your technology that you that you deal with is run by steam. Hot water. Hot water. Hey, it's otherwise. If you could create electricity without stuff moving, yeah, th- then you'd have it. Yeah, that you know? that would be it, wouldn't it? That would, that would be the deal. <laughs> you know, if you could put two, if you could like send two probes, like battery, like plus and minus, into a black hole, yeah, and like create a differential, and then just run wires back from the black hole, <laughs> it would power the Earth pretty well. Why don't we just send a rocket to the sun with a big cord on it? <laughs> just plug it, plug that right. bitch in. <laughs> just create a coil. Just yeah. create a big coil that goes around the sun a couple of you know hundred thousand times, and it would yeah. create enough electricity to totally make this happen. Exactly. S- way better seems- than solar panels. <laughs> so way better than solar panels. But yes, it all runs on hot water. Everybody who you know, nuclear power, everything. It's all. It is. It's hot. Water. But what we're gonna do with the hot it- water? With the hot water electricity, is we're going to power the new uh, the new artificial intelligence. So have you been uh, have you been tracking any of this Chat GPT? Uh, I tried to log talk? in today. Um, you but did. It's too, it's too full. It's yes, no. It's yes. too full all the time. Listen, the apparently it's relatively scary in that the Chat GPT is you know basically technology is the Mad Lib, right? It just but now our Mad Lib has gotten really good. Like yes. you just say, you just say, give me a subject and I need like a five page paper on it and chat GPT will crank out something amazing. 
Yeah, that is that is I, I, so. School is interestingly threatened. Period by this, right? It's been um, threatened for a while, but this yeah. is now like. But it displaces so many things. Writers, like I don't need you. Don't need writers to write newspaper articles if ChatGPT is around. You don't need. I mean, it's going to write better marketing material than any of the marketers that are around. It's going to do... It's Maybe it still does some weird paper. stuff. It, <laughs> it does, still does but weird it's stuff. just the start. This is the thing. I know. Just like fusion, just like the fusion reaction is just the blip that starts it. The chat GPT is just the blip that starts it, right? Yeah. It just gets... It's just going to get better. And the more people jump into it and use it, the better it's going to get. And... You know, once the GPT figure out figures out how to manage the fusion, <laughs> you know, when it, when Chat GPT figures out how to to run the hot water electricity, then um, you know, then then we've reached the singularity, right? I mean, yeah, we're it's it's one of those things where science fiction. You think about these things, and of course, I'm I'm. I'm skeptical enough to know that technology will always need people to run it. But in terms of the things we read, the things we see, I mean deep fake, once once, you know, once ChatGPT figures out how to deep fake everything, like are, do we really need movies? Well, we'll just get them. Like it'll just turn it out. It's it'll like, just oh, I, it'll just crank out a based movie. Based on for the you. tweets, we need another Marvel movie. Just pump <laughs> one out right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> just use the faces and the voices and create a script. It's good enough. Well, especially and if you like, if you feed all the source material into it, right? Yeah, it knows. And, what, yeah. It knows the stories. Once yeah. ChatGPT knows the narratives, it it's it's ready to do its thing. And the other sub saves us from things like the rise of Skywalker. Well, <laughs> or gives maybe the the thing about it is now the scary part about ChatGPT is. Who's it going to serve? So it's going to serve one side or the other, right? Is it going to serve the liberals? Is it going to serve the conservatives? Is it going to serve the Democrats or the Republicans? Because ChatGPT is going to know that who feeds me, right? Like who is going to give me, who's going to give me the best, you know, the best sort of chance to thrive? Well, as it is, because I saw somebody feed essentially a bad faith argument regarding like, this, why stochastic terrorism isn't really a terrorism, basically, right? Like, okay, it's fine to tell to say all of these people should be demonized. That sort of, and mm. the 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 bot just ripped that person a new asshole. Well, there it is. I mean, but <laughs> but but it's going to rip somebody else a new asshole too, like who has the opposite point, right? Who's because it because the Chat GPT has the ability to to form its own its own argument against whatever point that you're putting out. All you have to say is whatever stochastic terrorists are like positive, <laughs> negative, and then write me something and the chat GPT will do it. Right. Yeah. It reminds me of like in college when I think I got the best poli sci grade. I got the entire time I was in school when I wrote my pro fascism paper. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. But maybe it was just well-written. Maybe you just have a voice for it. <laughs> All right, so here's the here's the long tail of my my uh, long tail of my segment. Here is I read two other things that are that sort of struck me as the same thing as the Chat GPT and its desire to survive. <clears throat> like a long time ago, wolves before we had dogs, wolves they think, <coughs> pardon me, domesticated themselves. Okay, they saw people, they smelled the food, they walked in, they were subservient, and they got fed. 
and that was all it took. And that the seems rest likely. Of, and the rest and the rest of the wild wolves are like, "You other wolves are weak. We're gonna like you know we're." And then next thing you know, like several thousands years later, you know, they're still doing their thing, and we keep the dogs alive. The dogs, the dogs thrive because because they've domesticated us. Right. Sure. That's the that that was the argument. And the other argument for another organism that has domesticated humans is grass. Mm-hmm. Grass has domesticated humans because <laughs> we've we have eliminated we eliminate all of its competitors. Mm-hmm. We feed it, we groom it, we we make it to where it is the dominant plant species in its area because we love it so much and it thrives because of humans because it has enslaved us to to uh to <laughs> grass has enslaved us to make it uh the dominant plant species in uh in um populated areas i really wish we could figure out the artificial turf thing <laughs> it's got to be a better solution than what we're doing now yeah but no but the grass won't allow it to happen because it owns you the grass the grass, <laughs> I hate is, the grass. The grass has domesticated you you work it. for the grass. I hate you the work grass. for the dogs. You work for the cats, and you work for GPT, Chat GPT. <laughs> this is this is this is what this is the direction we're heading as the human race. Okay, <laughs> I, I look forward to it. I, you know what? I'm I'm resigned. I, I'm. Hey, Skynet, can I like clean the floors or something? Like it's it's cool. <laughs> I'm just gonna make I'm just gonna make Chat GPT Skynet jokes for the next like ten years before Chat GPT decides it needs to eliminate me. Yeah, well, especially if Elon tells it to. It's bound to happen. <laughs> All right. That's... I'm sorry, did you have more? No, I said that's enough. That's enough okay. for me. All right, so this seemed like a natural segue. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've talked many times in the show before about like that I am uh, I'm extra, extra large wide in the shoulders, but only large tall, if that. <laughs> and the clothes are <laughs> and the clothes are often difficult to find for me for that reason because you're wide in width indeed mm-hmm. like four feet across the shoulders right. <laughs> anyway you're like, um, you're like you're like uh you're like you're you're actually like how they might make wolverine maybe yeah i definitely i've always identified with him mm-hmm. yeah that's how he's and, drawn he's drawn like you I always like the idea that that, that, that was like I, I definitely identified a lot with Wolverine. Let's just put it that way. Just leave it there. Anyway, um I in my quest for, for new clothes, uh, I'm always trying things on. Always trying, you know, because like I, I once I find something that works, I, I'm in the I, I just buy a bunch of it right now. And so there was a day I was at the football game, the the college football game, and, and I was dead set on needing a purple vest. All right. For layering, it's just a piece of piece that was missing from my game day wardrobe that I really wanted to solve. I decided to go in the team shop, and I'm like lit, like lit, like like no, like just lit. All right, so I'm just like whatever, you know. I'm not talking to anybody. I'm I'm just in there by myself anyway. And uh, I'm like, I see the vests that I'm looking for. I'm like, okay, cool. So I start kind of, I try them on and I'm looking through the rack and I'm like, okay, it's large and it's taking me, of course, longer than I'd like to figure out what's what because <laughs> there's many little tags that are hard to read. And I find the large and then I find the extra large and I'm like, well, I'm going to put both of these on because one of them should fit. And I put the large on, it fits fine. And then I put one, I see it says XL. I put it on, but it's not any bigger, but it fits perfectly. Mm. And I'm like, weird. 
Like, very strange, but like, whatever. Again, this fits perfect. I have to get it. I get up there, you know, I, I'm i fucked up, so I'm trying to make eye contact with the, the girl who's checking me out. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, just whatever. <laughs> like, and she rings me up. I leave. I get home. Whatever. It's not until the next day when I unpack the thing from the bag that I see that, in fact, it says double XL. 2XL. I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense. If it was 2XL, it'd be huge. And what I realize is the whole rack was men's on one side and women's on the other, but someone had stuck a women's double XL onto the men's side, <laughs> and they're not, they're not different. They're, they're sized cut, differently. It's not, it's not cut differently? No. It doesn't have oh. the, the zippers on the, on, the, on the man's side. It doesn't have, like, you know, there's, I guess the armhole is probably a little smaller. Mm-hmm. But because it's a double XL, it fits me great. <laughs> and so now I'm wondering, like, should I just, in all, like, sort of themed apparel or any sort of unisex garment of any kind, should I just buy a women's double XL now that I know it fits? It, so generally women's clothing is cut differently. Like, it's cut in a more, it, you know, in a more shaped. in a more shaped way, which makes it the women's cut. But if it's not, you would just wear what fit, right? Well, I wonder if at double XL they just stopped doing that. <laughs> they stopped darting the back, right? right. <laughs> at double XL. Yeah, I don't know. I, that's I, that seems like a good solution. It opens up the it opens up a wide range of choices for you. It does. I mean, if you, I mean, especially in terms of outerwear. I have um, women's sneakers that are like size women's size fourteen or something. Yeah, or whatever. You, yeah. you can get your feet in there. Do you, I mean, yeah. your feet yeah, they're because they're not. They're just Jordans. But they're but they're they make Jordans in women's sizes. They're women's Jordans. Oh, but they're like but they're big. but they're not but they're not any different than they're not, they're not shaped. You can't tell they're women's shoes. They just they're didn't not. release that colorway in in men's. Oh, so they're j- well, see, technically technically it's sense. only the label <laughs> that makes them a women's shoe because it just doesn't list a men's size. Yeah, so that's I mean, if you can access if you can access the colors you want or the style, like essentially the styles you want, as long as they're not cut to not fit you, then why wouldn't you take advantage of um, of women's the women's side of the 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 clothing rack? I mean, because of right wing stochastic terrorism. <laughs> Does that make you a cross dresser? <laughs> Where are <we>? right? <laughs> I better not go read a story at like the library or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Someone, someone's gonna say, "Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, can I check that vest? <laughs> can I check that vest, pal?" Because it look because I was looking for a vest and I didn't see that exact one. Can you come here, can I look at that vest? <laughs> no, that's can I look at your Jordans? Your Jordans subtle, and your vest. <laughs> the vest has a subtle scoop cut bottom. I don't think that's men's garment. <laughs> <laughs> the uh when i was in high school they um i forget what company made it they made these oversized you know you know they made a lot of oversized clothes back then for women mm. and i just stumbled across these like short sleeve button down shirts that fit me great and i liked the colors they came in and, but they were women hmm. they were women's clothes did you buy and, them oh yeah i had like four or five of these shirts i wore them all nice. the time like there's nice. all kinds of pictures of me in high school wearing these shirts and <laughs> no one knows that they're women's shirts they were just like i said it was just a time most women i think would probably put them on and then wrap a belt around them and like mm-hmm. make a dress out of them but yeah. they just fit me like regular <laughs> shirts <laughs> i love it See, so I just lots more options you don't have to stay right. so i you I, can I go to the brass plum in the nordstrom and see what they have <laughs> i was i was t- so i you know i guess i guess i was a cross i cross-dressed in high school 
target of right wing terrorism. Terrorist. <laughs> it was great. So the other night, well, let me let me back up. You know that I'm tend to be quite hard on myself when I make an unnecessary, an unforced error. Sure. I, I really, really hate it. It yes. makes me feel you do frustrated. To, yeah, you do tend to kick yourself for, like, if I would have just took a second and thought it through, I'd have made a better decision. Yeah. Yes, you tend to yeah. you tend to be hard on yourself in that way. Or I was rushing, or I wasn't giving it my full attention when it required my full attention. Right. Now, of course, as, an, as a parent, I don't want to, like, pass on my psychoses to my children, but it's next to impossible not to do that, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and... I have always related more, like I've always saw, seen more of myself in my younger daughter than my older daughter. Now, not that there aren't elements of both of us in both of them, but just in general, sort of the way that she goes about her business, kind of the way she sees the world, and it's it's always just felt like it matched up a little bit more mm-hmm. with the younger one. But that reached a new, uh, a new height, a new a new high watermark, low maybe low point. I don't know. <laughs> the other out on this still. Yeah, yeah, the other night. Um, we had activities and it was like later and, and we didn't have time for like a proper dinner. So it was like sort of just feeding her almost like a, almost like a school lunch for dinner, right? Like just a bunch of different stuff. Like it was, I forget exactly what she had, maybe like a, a, a sliced up apple, a cheese stick, um, some chips and like, I think maybe a sandwich, mm-hmm. but it was all like on a plate. It doesn't matter. Long story short, it could have been anything. Maybe it was a bowl of cereal. I honestly don't remember. It, it, it was just, I wasn't cooking a proper dinner. That's, that's the yeah. only thing that matters. And, she came home and she was later than everybody else. So she was eating kind of by herself and she was trying to move stuff from one location in the kitchen to the other. But she also had, was distracted by the tablet in her hand because she was trying to be able to watch a show while she ate. Right. And I'm in the other room and all of a sudden clatter, 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 clatter. Clearly everything has hit the ground. And then there's this big pause and not crying just because my, my wife goes, what happened? And then there's a big pause and just, I'm an idiot! I'm an idiot! Ah! <laughs> and I just, I start this dying on the couch. I was like, oh, man. that I wonder where, wonder, uh, I learned it from watching you, Dad. <laughs> I learned it from watching you. And it was just like, what did you do? And she's just distraught, and she can't, she won't say anything, but I'm an idiot over and over and over again. Oh, that's not what we want. <laughs> no, it wasn't, but... I did laugh and also <laughs> feel terrible at the same exact time. That I mean, we do, we will pat. I mean, you have to pass on pieces of yourself onto the next generation. There's no, there, no matter how many times you told yourself when you were 12 years old, it's like I'm not going to be like you. It's like, oh, guess what? I'm the, not like my parents. The programming runs a little deep. Every now and again, something will come out of my mouth, and I know exactly where it came from. I'm sure, like, that. Yeah. I know where that is. And then and then at some point just like you had this, like something will come out of my kid's mouth and I'll know exactly where it came from. And sometimes that thing came not from me but from the generation prior. Yeah. Yeah. Like it came through me or it came through my wife as a conduit and then they got it. It's just like you know, let's just hope that doesn't hold you back too much. <laughs> but you got it. And there's really I'm, nothing else I can do about it. It's just, it is what it is. I'm actually looking at it as progress because with this particular child, she used to sort of deny reality. Mm. Like she would just invent, like she she had never made a mistake. She, yeah. she like nothing was ever, you know, she had never caused the problem. 
Right. So for her to immediately own her shit, I, 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 part of me was proud. Yeah, well, because she's, I mean, this is, the, this is the thing about, if you're going to truly be independent, like mm-hmm. truly, if, you, if you're a child and you think to yourself, you know what, I'm just going to be independent, I'm just going to do this. Well, to naturally embrace accountability in some way, shape, or form is actually probably a good thing. Right. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm responsible for this. I'm trying to carry my food and my iPad at the same time. This is a bad idea. Right. And no one's hurt. And, you know, the the you know, the the saying don't cry over spilled milk also applies to apples and chips and sandwiches too, right? <laughs> sure. So I you know, I I I'd say I I'd call that a net positive. I'd say that was a net positive. Like I think it's progress. She said, yeah. she said, she said, dang it. Yeah. I tried to do too much. I, I've done this several million times, usually with the garbage. You know how you're trying to take all the garbage and recycling out at the same time? Sure. And our recycling, we have this big like, trash can that's full of recycling. And it's usually overheaped by the time I try to get it out on Sunday. Yep. And I'm, I've got compost and garbage in one hand, This you know, this big giant teetering pile of recyclables. Like in the other hand, and you're halfway to the bins, and you just know it, the shit's gonna go wrong, <laughs> and it hits the ground, and you're just like, shit. Yeah, it's, right. it's the and, worst feeling when you know that you're like, especially if I'm, I you know what you know when I always feel like this is gonna happen when I'm like not using the correct um, stool or ladder for the situation. Mm. I'm just I'll just stand on this chair. Yeah, it's just a terrible fucking idea. <laughs> Yeah, those are those are much worse. But you know, I have I also have a child. My my son tends to, um, he's a few years ahead of your daughter, your younger daughter. But he's he has mastered the iPad in one hand, food in the other hand, move. So just just know that she will eventually master it Uh, (laughs) if you want her to. (laughs) Generally, no. Like it is definitely the exception, not the rule. Um, Yeah. But yeah, it, it, and she generally gets around pretty well. But often she has she's honestly like she has an old iPad that like nobody was using uh-huh. that she will use to like play music while she's playing games on her other iPad, like her actual iPad. Yeah, yeah. And so because the old one won't do anything really anymore. You know what I mean? It'll like run. It will run music, and that's about it. Yeah, my son actually wears earbuds under his gaming headset. <laughs> So he can work the iPad content and play Valorant or whatever he's playing with his, sure. his friends. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a wild. There's some wild shit going on up there. It really makes me like I I feel like there's this constant push pull in my brain about is this bad for you or is this just the world now? Right. Was I any different? If I you know. I was no different. Yeah. If I had this technology and I was his age, I was the third of three kids. My folks totally would have let me. Right. And they totally did let me. Yeah. It's not our the fault. Same. The only thing I could do was listen to music while I played video games. Right. That, that was just that. the only available option. <laughs> That's it. So, anyway. Anyway. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot from the other yeah. room. Well, Killed me. Poor kid. All right. Before we get to the trailer park, it's uh, it's I got a I got a new drop for it and everything. It's time to return to from the draft. And leaving the door open is the worst mistake any employee can make because um, it could let in a draft. <laughs> 
Anyway, so from the drafts. Because again, I don't know how much longer they're going to exist. All right, here we go. Pretty weird how DJT Jr. is just wearing his Ellis from Die Hard Halloween costume all the time. <laughs> what? I just Donald Trump Jr. and his yeah. like his his psycho cocaine face. <laughs> just like he's wearing a terrible Ellis from Die Hard Halloween costume all the time. Yeah. That was probably from right after Halloween. I think that's when this came out. <laughs> the beard and everything. Yeah. Uh, we're putting Chrisley in jail for tax evasion longer than Elizabeth Holmes for billion-dollar fraud that may have actually caused people's death. <laughs> Even worse, Sam Bankman-Free is basically just getting like a free pass for... Oh, he got arrested finally. Finally, but took long enough. Christ, he dragged more people than... He dragged more people than Elizabeth Holmes did. Well, I don't... Yeah, but like she was... Giving people hope that they wouldn't die from their deadly diseases. <laughs> a little different. Well, he was, financial he was, ruin. But he was, but he was telling people that his magic internet, like magic internet money, would <laughs> like make them rich beyond their wildest dreams. Of course, it's all about the same. It's both basically both the same thing. Welcome to English, where we have words like fabricate, which means to invent or make something up in order to deceive, but also means to literally make something with tools and materials. <laughs> I, I don't know why I didn't this. send that one. We've co- that's a good one. Uh, we've covered this in much detail. English is fucking impossible. It's, it's just, so what, dumb. What, it's I so don't dumb. even know what goes on with that. Our language. I saw a sk- <laughs> I saw the, a, a skit recently that was talking about like plurals, and like, uh, but there was like the mouse, mice, goose, geese, moose, yeah. moose thing. <laughs> Brian Brian Regan does an absolute classic bit on on how plurals don't work, and it's a. Uh, you know, that's a 30-year-old bit. It's still funny. Indeed. All right. Um, this one says, how big of a mob constitutes the public? <laughs> <laughs> and that is in response to someone. So to not to get into Elon business, because God, it just it's everywhere. Sure. But he is this new new policy of any sort of real-time doxing, as he calls it. Or, or I'm sorry. Mm-hmm assassination coordinates <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ um if you say if he's like anyway if he, the new policy is if you you can't post about elon's private jet oh yeah he it, he, he he absolutely deep six that that kid's um account well and now like a bunch of journalists who just were talking about the fact that he had done that they're all gone too right the yeah so I in response that. to that uh Someone had asked, well, would Lauren Boebert's tweets about like Nancy Pelosi during the insurrection have qualified? And then the person that I was did I did not respond to had said that was a public event. <laughs> <laughs> well, it kind of was. Right. And that's uh, what I'm saying. So how big of a mob, of a mob constitutes the public? <laughs> like, is it yeah. how, how many people is it? I want to know where the cutoff is. Right. Here's the deal with Elon. It's. At some point, no matter, I mean, the very rich and the very powerful run at odds with truly free speech. It just not, it's just, they're of just course. incongruous. They're just, nobody with the power or money to shut you up is going to deal with your bullshit. Even if you're right, <laughs> especially if you're right, you know, especially if you're correct in your assertion, like the rich and powerful do not want free speech. That's just not what they want. I mean, 
It doesn't bother me. I don't have any <laughs> no real stake in it. Well, I, I kind of do. I mean, I, I am a, I am, I am, you know, I am infamous in this town for a role, a certain role that I play. But, but really, it's like you know, whatever, say what you want. I don't care. But, but he doesn't he represent the silent majority according to him? Hey, again, according to him. <laughs> right? No, no, no. So but, if but he's doing changes. what the people want, he's not doing. Why is he? Want. Well, he says he is. I'm he's just not. Saying, let's, <laughs> look, he says he says he is, which I'm going to take it at face value that he believes to be true. Why does he need to be worried about getting assassinated if he's doing what the people want? The well. Who's gonna? You're gonna assassinate the dipshit on the internet. Well, people get you know public figures have been assassinated, mostly not by maybe the majority, but by yeah. Usually, people are trying to do good. Yeah, and those people (laughs) and those people it are generally assassinated by the minority, not by the majority, or by law enforcement. Mm, Well. <laughs> you didn't like that. Not to break into a Mikey Shea seg- <laughs> segment here, but the uh, but good old Mikey Shea. The uh, no, but it's for him. It's like whatever. I whatever he says. I'm just. I just can't believe that he's down for being the free speech warrior that he really that he's. No, no, he's full of shit. He's just. I mean, he's, he's just he's, not. He's just too rich and he's too powerful and he doesn't want to hear it and. That's why he's and he has control of the platform. He can do whatever he wants with it. It's his, it's his car now. He can drive it, and you know, at some point, if we all get off, then we get off. That's just how it works. You know, and last we'll time go, we talked, we'll go sorry. f up something else. We'll go f up some other platform. Last time we talked about Elon, I mentioned that buying Twitter for forty-four billion dollars was like the ultimate cocaine move. <laughs> <laughs> and I listened to that spaces thing from today, and the man can barely string two sentences together. I'm not gonna say. That he's like taking drugs, but oh, yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely, he's he's got his some he's got his hands in a lot of stuff. I mean, I mean, if I was that rich and that powerful with and, and that, I would hope that I could speak a little bit more uh, effectively than uh, than Elon was able to pull off in the thirty seconds he was on that Twitter space. Yeah, I've never, I've never felt, I've never found him to be a compelling speaker in any way, shape, or form. No, he's not. All right, uh, next, I think quote cocaine blank unquote works for anything <laughs> you can make a whole we're gonna get around to this in the trailer park but yes you could make a whole uh a whole series cocaine of, literally anything i think <laughs> you could make it into a movie true um i want to read the trade coverage of this ad campaign ad campaign wpp won awards for their 2022 effort for afrin this nasal spray is hidden <laughs> and i'm quote tweeting an afrin ad where they had a picture of this goat with this making this crazy face. And it says, when the nasal spray is specifically formulated to soothe and moisturize your dry, irritated nasal passage. So it's in the language of memes. Like, it's oh. when this is happening. Mm-hmm. And it's this goat making this insane face. Maybe I'll just tweet this. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't send this one either. And then the goat is saying, like, I feel it. It's very strange. It's... Uh- Afrin is the I'm looking at it here. It's like it's a nasal spray. I don't think I've ever used Afrin in my whole life. I don't. Know I've used if, it once or twice. It works uh, in a pinch if you're traveling and and you are like uh, plugged up like really completely like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah. I'm gonna it's tweet a, this right now. <laughs> <laughs> I the, it. the Afrin goat. Yeah, that's like a All month right. old too. That's from like last month. <laughs> All right, we got time for one more. One more. All right. Um. Oh, sorry. 
Oh, I didn't. Have, I thought I had one queued up here. I apologize. Um, oh, I was going to reply to you about the that that <laughs> uh, that um, Japan ball that went out that they called in right in the Spain Japan Spain game on mm-hmm. December first. Yeah. That I was going to reply to you that I had had asked three uninterested parties about this and got three people to tell me out, and that was with your picture. Mm-hmm. Which was the less conclusive of the two that we looked at, right? Right. The one that get, the one that added to the doubt, right? So now here I am telling you that I asked people because I was just curious. I'm, like, the, okay, here's somebody's not watching these games. I was I was also interested in it, and uh, why a ball that is clearly across the line from the bottom of the sphere might be considered still in bounds because in soccer, right, the whole it's the edge of the ball, ball, correct, the edge of the the whole entire ball has to be across. So. From a certain point of, from a certain perspective, <laughs> that ball is that ball is it. No, and that's what I'm saying is that right. with the best evidence for the that the, the only picture that we have that gives any sort of doubt that the ball could possibly be in. Mm-hmm. I asked three uninterested parties, and they all said it was out that they could see green between the edge of the round ball mm-hmm. and the and the. Doesn't and this is the overhead have, view. Doesn't that ball have telemetry in it though? Doesn't doesn't the ball have a? Isn't that ball chipped? Do they know? They know. I don't think they know on the outside skin though, like that. They still have to use VR. They do. It's the same thing with the. Isn't it the same thing with the goal? The goal. Uh, the goal decision system. They know. They know. I don't think they know. No. FIFA knows. FIFA knows a lot. They're not letting on. But they know. <laughs> they know okay. much more. Well, they might know where those poor people's passports are. Just use Hawkeye. <laughs> just let's just. All right. Well, that's it for from the drafts. Can we just turn it over to Chat GPT? Chat GPT should call all the all the ins and outs for everything. Okay, fine. <laughs> and now it's time for we haven't been to the trailer park in a while, so that means you haven't heard this in a while. Oh, there we go. Most stories in this way, like the quiet sunset on a summer's day. But when the sun goes down, it gets a little crazy after dark. Welcome to the trailer park. Trailer park, trailer country, like <laughs> a little, a little. Uh, what is that? Who is that? I don't know. I don't remember. I pulled that so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's like '90s country. Who knows what's going on there? Anyway, so yes, trailer park. So um, I'm gonna go to the movies this weekend. I'm gonna go see. I'm gonna go see the way of the water this weekend. Way <laughs> of the water. Suddenly, I have sex with a fish man. Yeah, well, I already saw that movie. It was it won an Oscar. <laughs> okay. If Sex with Fishman wins an Oscar, <laughs> anything can happen. So, um, I'm going to start on the trailer park here. The first thing that caught my eye it, is the Marvel fatigue setting in it, a little bit for me. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I don't want to get too far into this because I have in depth feelings about what you're. But I'll, <laughs> suffice it to say, I don't think it's fatigue. It is. Um, you can't bring us to the highs of something like Infinity War and then Endgame and then try to go back to episodic movies. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's fatigue. I think it's just that people now want everything to be epic. Right. And so the fatigue comes from none of this seems important because I don't understand where we're going yet. Right. And if you you have to put yourself back in that sort of 2010 headspace of... I really liked this Captain America movie. Yeah. It can't be all about, like, There's is also... this the Secret Wars or is, it, no. you know, I mean, and so people are just freaking out. And I get it because 
they sort of build Multiverse of Madness as this game-changing movie, and I guess it is in the sense that now we've established that we could basically anything is on the table plot-wise. Mm-hmm. But nothing in that movie actually changed anything, and no. I think people were just really frustrated by that. And then Love and Thunder. I still haven't like, seen it. Okay, so I it's fine. It's fine. I'm sure. I mean, I but should, Ragnarok I was awesome. It. Yes. And honestly, like this is a, it's a little too much Taika Waititi. Like it's yeah. like he's got a little bit. He, he's he too swung, much. He's doing his own. It's too much Taika in that. Swung, you know? swung, swung too far to the to the Taika side. I get Maybe that. a I'll, few studio notes would have been okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That being said, I think that also the pacing is different now that we have now that they've sort of engaged us with series and all this stuff. Like in the early days of Marvel, it was movie. The next year, there was a movie. The next year, there was a movie, and then you got to the team up, and then there was a movie, there was a movie, there was a movie, then there was a right. team up, right? Yeah. So that helped. The pacing up now, it just feels very saturated, right? Like, things have just gone past me, and I've just, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to be able to scoop them up. And <clears throat> so I can scoop up a movie, but it's probably not going to scoop up any other series that are, that, that hit that I didn't Why? Watch. What else are you watching? <clears throat> it's not like the series are a heavy lift. Well... I mean, there's there's some great prestige series out. I mean, I just started watching the Let the Right One In um, uh, uh, series on Showtime, which is really sure. good. And then next month, I'm going to get Last of Us yeah. on HBO, which is going to eat up. You know, I'm you know, I just, I'm good for I'm good to handle a couple of different series at the same. There's time. There's nothing on right now. I don't think I want to, but I don't have a desire to catch up on She Hulk or Ms. Marvel. Okay, so I mean, like, I enjoyed Ms. Marvel quite a bit. I yeah. think your, ki- and if, I think if your kids are into Marvel, they'd like it. Um, She-Hulk is just a comedy. It's like, honestly, so the way I look at it is like the the TV shows, for the most part, are like it's sort of like more like reading a comic book, and but, the movies are still more like ten. All right, so that's good. So in the so Ant Man Quantumania might be. I just left out the Wasp because I can't do like Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Is that really what it is? Yeah, it's Ant Man oh. and the Wasp. They give the Wasp billing now okay so is quantumania the first time that a tv the tv like a tv series the marvel tv series has fed a character into the major motion picture so you're talking about jonathan majors kang the conqueror yes well you didn't have to see loki to understand what's going on you kind you sure i don't well i suppose that depends on how what happens in the movie right right but I don't think you are going to have to have seen that to know exactly what happens. I'm pretty sure Kang will explain himself. And my guess is this probably isn't even that Kang. It's a Kang. Right. So I don't think, again, I don't think you need to have seen, because this Kang may not even be aware of that Kang, considering that Kang was supposed Listen, to be the last I one, because he was tapped, he who remains. I think, I think you've tapped the very essence of the problem with but this it's whole just, okay, multiverse They're comic thing. book movies. That's what, this is what happens in but, comic books. But do you remember... Were you reading comic books when you were trying to figure out what the fuck was happening with Kang the Conqueror, like in actual comic book form, <laughs> when you when you couldn't access every comic book that was being written at the time? You're like, I don't. <laughs> this yeah, is yeah, muddy. Yeah, this yeah, is murky. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like eighteen writers, eighteen books, eighteen artists, and one Kang the Conqueror. And you're trying to piece it together as a kid. And you're like, 
You need I, like you needed like a hundred dollars disposable right. income a month to like yeah. read, to read the comics, yeah. and then even then you couldn't understand what the fuck was going on with King the Conqueror. No. It's like trying to track like Hawkman's origins. <laughs> He's just like they changed it like seven times, and then you know somebody comes in and then they, they wipe the slate clean, and now King the Conqueror is something. It's like good lord, I can't keep it up. But I, um, but after, it's okay. But it's just it's like I said, this we're entering a very this whole multiverse part of. Yeah. It's going to take some deft writing. It's going to take some... They're going to have to make some decisions. And those decisions are going to have to hit. So, I like that. You know, I mean, I like Rudd. I, you know, we'll see what... We'll see. I, I'll probably see... Will I wait? Will I see Quantumania in the theater? I don't know. But I will see Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3 in the theater. I'll see Quantumania I, before I see Avatar. <laughs> you shush it. Anyway, we're getting to that. So... The Guardians trailer looks good. They're going to wrap this up. It's good. I don't know if they're all going to die or if some of them are going to die, but, you know, they're ready to tie a bow on this so James yeah. Gunn can go fix the DC universe, please. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's There's some weird shit going on over there, too, but the um, but I'm ready for Guardians. It looks it looks right. You know, The trailer looks great, and, I mean, I, honestly, for me, like, when the space hog hits in the trailer, I'm in. Like you can't. That is a gr- one of my favorite songs of all time. It's in the meantime by Space Hog is in the trailer for anybody that wants to watch. And as soon as that happens, as soon as you give me the ooh, yeah. I'm in. That's it. You're, I don't care even what's in the trailer at that point. Yeah, <laughs> you're hooked. Yeah. The um. So Guardians of the Galaxy. Those characters have been bumping along without gun for a while. I actually sat down to watch the Christmas special because it's mm. only 40 minutes long. I haven't gotten to it yet, but I will. But one thing is very clear is that James Gunn understands these characters. He set them up for us, and we love them for the way he set them up for us. Then they bumped along through the team-up movies and through, you know, through the Thor movies. And I didn't feel like they felt like themselves. They were part of this bigger picture. And then... Gun got, and then I then I watched the Christmas special. and I said, "There it is." Mm. Gun Gun sort of has has the feel for those characters, and so he's going to get them to he's going to wrap it up for them. So I feel good about what's happening there. I thought they worked well in the uh, the Infinity Saga movie, though. Sure, like, but did they feel like the Guardians? You know what I'm saying? There's not a, so much in the most recent Thor movie. That's again another problem. Like also, like Chris Pratt looked like he had rolled out of bed in the <laughs> in love and thunder like you yeah, need to watch it it's crazy it. it's like what did, did you, i don't understand like why i i Again, we'll give we'll give those characters to the the best director for those characters and i think it'll be fine yeah all right so now speaking now now avatar avatar <laughs> a vader <laughs> the way of the water the um people have just been saying what an absolute technical achievement it is and cameron is going to give you that in fact he he he, he even like threw shade at marvel like oh god it's like their motion capture just sucks ass like what we ha- what we're doing over here is leaps and bounds better and and We'll see. So here's the thing. I'm going to show up to Avatar f- simply for the vehicle design because I think <laughs> nobody does vehicle design like James Cameron. Okay. It's just, it's just, it's just the best. I, I made my kids watch Aliens the other day. 
Hmm. Well, I was sitting there. I was watching Aliens, and they're like, what is this? I'm like, it's Aliens. You guys want to watch? And they're like, yeah, let's watch it. Of course, they got scared. It was great. I was like, man. Amazing. I wish my kid was, kids would do that. It was, but it made me think about Cameron. And I was like, okay, this is, he, he's, he's able to give us this, and he's given us that time and time again. I'm good to show up for for Avatar. I'm you know it's okay. Who knows? Well, good for you. I don't give a flying fuck about Avatar. <laughs> so <laughs> here are my Avatar thoughts in, in a nutshell. Okay. Um, one, I just looked up when the first one came out because I couldn't remember. It's yeah. 2009. As far as I'm concerned, it was 20 years ago. Like I was, it seems so much longer ago than 2009. <laughs> well, 15 um, years is like 20 years. Okay. But. Then, then, like, I I watched it, and I was like, well, that was cool, because we watched it in 3D, and this was, like, back when that was sort of newish, and, and mm-hmm. that was, like, a big deal for that specific movie, and then I never, ever, ever watched that movie ever again. I have seen parts of it, but I never, like, went, was like, oh, let's put on Avatar, it was so good. Like, I have definitely seen most of it again through just sort of television osmosis. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not, I, like, I'm, I don't need to know, I, I don't care. It's a what premium. Are, it, it's a premium. It's a premium movie channel stop for me. If I see Avatar's on, I will jump on it. I yeah, yeah. and watch it. Maybe it's just the uncomfortable way I feel about the Zoe Saldana Avatar, and I can't right. watch that. I I like have um, <laughs> I haven't looked too deeply into it. I don't know who's in it, but if Rabisi is not in this movie, I'm going to be wildly disappointed. Have you have you looked at the IMDb? I've not. I haven't looked at it. I, I just I know I'm, that Jake Sully, I'm, I know that Sam Worthington and Zoe Saldana are back. I'm That's not looking at it on purpose, but I'm hoping, hoping, hoping that Giovanni Ribisi's character is back. I don't think he Didn't dies. Did he die in the first, in the no, first one? No, no, no. He doesn't die. I think they just ship him off planet or whatever. I don't know. I think they, but. <laughs> so anyway, I'm totally down with that. All right. Okay. Indiana Jones and the broken hip of destiny. The I mean, is this just Top Gun Maverick, but Indiana Jones? They de- there's some de-aging, there's some time traveling here, there's some endgame things going on here, there is there is Mads Mikkelsen taking on the 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 character of our, you know, the Nazi we all grew up with. <laughs> the one we all <laughs> I mean, and I can get excited for that. So there's there's a lot going on here. Of course, yeah. Of course Harrison Ford is just basically making bank wrapping up these characters. Right. 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 It's like okay, let's wrap. Let's just wrap up my whole career. Yeah, and let's just put all this shit to bed. <clears throat> I'm 80 years old now. It's like it's fine. I'm good to be done. And uh, I don't. I'm. It had a lot of indie feel to it. I mean, it yeah. really felt like that trailer really, really, uh, you know, resonated with my my love for the character. So we'll see. I'm willing to give it a shot. I mean, you know, Shia LaBeouf's not anywhere to be seen, so that uh, uh, Crystal, Crystal Skull doesn't exist. Let's be clear; like, it just doesn't. I mean, it, we can just retcon that right out because there's there's really no point in that. That's just, it. Never happened. It was a fever dream. And, <laughs> doesn't um, this movie continue on? Isn't this one also about uh, aliens? <laughs> <laughs> there's some time. I don't know. Right, I don't speaking know. of, so that was 2008, just to give you some yeah. perspective. I mean, so and Harrison Ford right. was already too old to be like Indiana Jones, <laughs> but now we've de-aged him, and now okay. he's ready to he's ready to be young. They de-age his hips and knees, so he can move around. Oh, yeah, they just you know they just put a different body on. I don't know. They they've they've got it worked out. All right, 
All right, and the last one, which is the that was the hot trailer of the month, which is Cocaine Bear, which <laughs> I, I couldn't stop laughing during the trailer. First of all, of course. And then I thought to myself, how the hell are all these people in Cocaine Bear? Like, how did <laughs> how did this casting work out? Because I'm not sure the <laughs> I'm not sure how. Um, hey, it's like Carrie, Carrie Russell. I mean, can, are we, is this where we're at? Is this what we're doing now? I. It, it was definitely surprising to me that people I continue to recognize. Like at first, it was like, "Oh, hey, it's the 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 TikTok guy that yells about working at IKEA." It's like, right. All right, that kind yes, of yeah, that seems about fine. right, right? And then yeah. all of a sudden, Ray Liotta's there and Carrie Russell. And it's like, what's happening here? Uh, Elizabeth Banks is the director of this movie. Okay, and so she's just she's just out here making movie making movies, having fun. Yeah, and finally we found a a, a proper role for Alden <laughs> Aaron Reich. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, this is where he belongs. He belongs in Cocaine Bear, and not behind the, you know, the but not in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. We finally found it. Like he should make a movie with like Skeet Ulrich, and they could like be like his he, Skeet Ulrich could be his uncle. Like in fact, I'm not. I'm surprised that Skeet Ulrich isn't playing his uncle in Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Skeet Ulrich is like he's kind of like 65 <laughs> years old by now. And then you know, then uh, and then fifty-two, you know, fifty-two. Then, Skeet Ulrich. Yeah. Then they got Matthew Reese to be in it because you know apparently he just wanted to spend time with his wife. I don't know. I don't know. The, the I mean, whole... he can't really act. Oh no, no. Sorry, I'm thinking of Jonathan Reese Davies. Sorry, no. Matthew Reese. Jonathan Reese Myers. Jonathan Reese. Jo- yes, yes, yes. Sorry. <laughs> Who's Reese Davies? He's he's uh, Salah from uh, Indiana okay. Jones. Okay, there we go. All right. <laughs> There's too many Reese. <laughs> he's, he's a great actor. I can't. I can't keep track of the Reeses with an H Y S. Right. Matthew, Matthew Reese, Reese is from. Is, yes, yeah. the American. He's yes. the dour face. He's missed. He's like Johnny. Like. Yeah, he broke up Carrie's Russell, Carrie Russell's marriage at the time, right? Well, yeah, maybe she needed someone dour. I'm not. I'm just. I'm, I'm very. I'm very confused by this whole thing, and I don't know how Elizabeth Banks and the production company of Cocaine Bear scored this particular. I, well, I know why Alden Ironrock is in this movie. I love that your hate for the solo movie has extended all the way to like everything he does. He, He's so terrible. He should be in bad movies. This is where he belongs. It feels right. It just feels right. All right. Fine. I think it's more of a Hallmark movie kind of thing. Like, honestly, I don't even think it's Cocaine Bear. Yeah. <laughs> See, you think it too. See, that, exactly. Fine that we agree on something. It would have been fine. They could have made another movie and it would have been fine. All right. Well, that's it for our regular segments. And you know what time this is. Now comes the part where we throw our heads back and laugh. Ready? Ready! Ready. (laughs) Dad jokes of the week! Woo! All right. Ready? Go for it. Don't be worried about your smartphone and television collecting your data. Your vacuum has been gathering dirt on you for years. (laughs) Dirt from me? (laughs) Gross. I was watching Star Wars with my daughter. She asked why Han shoved Luke inside the Tauntaun, and I said to keep him warm. She asked how warm it is inside, and I said it was lukewarm. (laughs) A classic. (laughs) Why does Santa have a large sack? (laughs) Because Santa has large balls. (laughs) Because he only comes once a year. (laughs) You know, okay, so I was watching the... 
um, the classic Santa Claus is coming to town, the stop uh-huh. motion animation yeah. one. Yeah. And it turns out that young Mrs. Claus is like really hot. <laughs> Great. This is true. So the like, wooden doll. With yes. The oval head. Yes, okay. she's she's kind of she's kind of a she's kind of a she's kind of a you know, the dime piece. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. You can Oops. check it. You can check it yourselves. I will have to go look at the videotape. <laughs> I had to break up with my girlfriend with the lazy eye. She wouldn't stop seeing people on the side. <laughs> my son's fourth birthday was today. When he came to see me, I didn't recognize him at first. It was like I had never seen him before. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I like that one. I just changed all the labels in my wife's spice rack. She doesn't know it yet, but her time is cumin. <laughs> I said, "Can you say the whole thing with like an Irish accent to work better?" Her time is cumin. <laughs> her time is cumin. <laughs> her time is cumin. You know, I've been watching the the Bad Batch with my younger daughter, and you know they. They let the girl who plays Omega, I can't do it. <laughs> Omega. Omega. She 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 speaks with her Kiwi accent, right? Because uh-huh. Django Fett is Kiwi. And so she's like, Ricka, Ricka, Hunter. And then, then I, start, I start saying, the beard bitch. <laughs> and then the she said, the bitch. what? The, excuse me? <laughs> the beard bitch. Anyway. The be- <laughs> All right. Finally. Dude, wait, ma- by the way, the, that, that, that voice, the voice dude who does Bad Batch is just off the chain. Oh, the do most, it all the, yeah. The most talented dude in voice work. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, she asked me questions like, "Why do they all have different accents?" And I'm like, "I that's I don't know. That's <laughs> not how accents work. And if they've all been together the whole time, it shouldn't right. anyway." Anyway, an old man on his deathbed calls together his family. "My darling wife, are you here?" he asks. "Yes, dear, I'm here," she replies. "And my son, are you here?" he gasps. "Yeah, dad, I'm right here." "My darling daughter, are you here?" "Yes, dad, I'm here." The man says, "Well, if you're all here." Why the hell are the lights on downstairs? <laughs> That's an actual dad joke. That yeah. is a dad, dad joke. It is. It is. Jokes for dads, about dads, because of dads. <laughs> That's what I got for you. All right. Here's mine. So the most dangerous of the dinosaurs are the carnivores. The most harmless of the dinosaurs are the herbivores. But the most polite of the dinosaurs are the porphivores. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it for Dad Jokes of the Week. All right. And you know what time it is as we come to the top of the hour. Overtime. So there was a, 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 an article that proved to be incorrect about a week ago. <laughs> Had some data that said one in ten young people. Plan to, never plan to start working. Like, just rejecting the idea of, of working for a living period. It turned out that it was more like 4% of all respondents because it was a percentage of a percentage of the respondents. So even though it said 9% in the study, the, the person who wrote the article doesn't understand how math works because it Got wasn't 9% of everyone. <laughs> it was just 9% of people who were able to work. People who weren't currently working because they were either in school or just not employed. And 9% of those people said they weren't planning to ever start working. Okay. Okay. Anyway, the other article that I, I linked to talks about the age of regress and that it's traumatizing us. 
and that something like 44% of people under 35 say they are so stressed they can't function. <laughs> now, is, yeah, this is uh, this is interesting. I, I found these I found these numbers to be to be to be quite something. So, I mean, I think that what has happened over the last two years specifically, you know, the woke, we all got the woke mind virus, mm. <laughs> which, is to, which is to say people became more and more aware of the way that the interconnected systems in the existing societal structure are not set up to service the people that hold them up, that they're not really there for you to, you know, we've talked before about bits and pieces of this. Like I've talked about mm-hmm. how the tax bracket is is set up to make sure that you can get to a certain level and no further mm-hmm. without some sort of windfall that pushes you over the barrier of actually having to worry about it. That's um, very hard to move beyond your station at certain areas of your career that like, you know, people become protectionist of, of mm-hmm. their executive jobs. And, you you know, the, the story of the, the young hotshot who gets put in charge doesn't really seem to happen too much and it's really more that the young hotshot who is is excellent gets milk for all he's worth and then jettisoned as soon as he can't actually like make something special happen he or she makes something special happen and i guess what i'm getting out of this is not really sort of like the societal uh examination but rather that and i tweeted something to this effect that the only thing i can think is that billionaires are going to believe that the world is going to end like meaningfully before enough young people like have become true nihilists because teens are some of the most terrifying creatures on the planet. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they're, yeah, they're just, they're like wild animals that will, now, that will let that look at your jugular as they walk it, past you. Yeah. And now imagine mm-hmm. teens that are full nihilists, the world's <laughs> ending around us. I'm never going to get a job. I'm not just fix this. Kill I, have you. A, I have a, I have a, I have an absolute fix for this. Okay. Americans need to embrace multi-generational housing sure this is I've already I mean, this is this through, is, yeah this is always this is always this is the way that we've been i mean americans have this this identity of you're 18 get the fuck out make, <laughs> them, make a living da, 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 this sure. other stuff but other cultures have embraced multi-generational housing forever so this is the this is how housing and multi-generational housing and all this stuff works together is to say that you know, I have a house right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, the problem with my house in terms of multi-generational housing is that I don't have any room on this lot to be able to, like, build it out like they did in the olden days, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so if you were Ma and Pa, you know, if you right. were, you know, Laura Ingalls Wilder. We'll just you build you another cabin. Pa Ingalls. Yeah. We would, we would, they would, or they would build, they would add a room onto the, the ground floor because parents don't want to, you know, parents don't want to walk upstairs. Sure. And then the, 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 whatever kid that you have, their family would take over the main part of the house. The grandparents would help raise the kids. They'd help out around the house. The, the, the working, the working part of the family would continue to earn money. You would be able to pass down whatever generational whatever to the next. You know, it's it. It works. It works great. Sure, it's a it's a system that works great. But Americans are not interested in multi generational living. They're just it's not it's it's a completely foreign concept. Um, they don't want to do it. But if if we decided to embrace multi generational housing, a lot of this stuff would get fixed because. 
now as if if my daughter who gets to a working age she doesn't have to worry about affording a house she has a house mm-hmm. and this house has value and she will be able to take advantage of the equity in this house as she moves forward after we pass away because she'll have the equity to house. as long as she's able to leverage that equity to do other things without you know collapsing the whole <laughs> the whole house like financially right. She can continue to move on, and she could do the exact same thing because now this house is built that way. But I know a lot of people don't want to live in the same house like all their lives, like, right. like from the time they were born to the time that they die. Yeah. But the concept of multi-generational housing fixes all this stress because you don't have to worry about all these things that people get worried about. Like, oh, I don't want to have kids. Well, it's like, how will I raise them? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's all sort of built into that concept of, of, of families taking care of themselves as, as, you know, parents get older and kids get older and all that kind of stuff. So I'm with you on all this. And in fact, I've already sort of come to the conclusion that it's probably better that if my children want to go to college that they do it locally as long as they're able to and that if that means they have to go to the inferior of the two state schools and I guess I'll have to deal with that. <laughs> you have the perfect multi-generational house situation. The house itself yeah. is not that big. No, but, I have but you've got yeah, you've got space. Yes. Like you could expand that house in all manner of different ways and and continue and continue to live there for for ever and ever. And, and we've, plus, we've got know, all the electrical service in the world. <laughs> But they also, you don't have. Then your kids don't have to put you in a in a nine thousand dollar a month like assisted living home, right? You could live on, and they could, you know, they could pay for assistance, but it wouldn't be, it wouldn't cost nearly as much as 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 uh, as elderly housing costs now. So, and it, it may be that fixes a lot of stuff. If they go local, like if they go to school locally, I could let them stay here or whatever. You know, I mean, I'm, I've kind of come around on these ideas. Except mm-hmm. here's the here's the problem I have. I have two daughters, and inevitably, multi-general housing means I'm going to have to, like, what, let some weirdo live here? <laughs> well, the weirdo that your daughter chooses to marry. Yes. Hopefully, hopefully this some person guy? will be an outstanding citizen Ugh. girl. Whatever. You know, but whatever. But, I mean, what a, yeah. Some, Actually, else. some girl is less, less uh, uh, like, it, it's fine. Like, it's Feels less better. unappetizing. Yeah. Like, no, less obtrusive, right? Like, but, some dude. <laughs> Maybe, but maybe, maybe your daughter will choose a fine, upstanding. I don't know, young man. man. Other choices, <laughs> the other choices they make don't lead me to believe. <laughs> it's not. It's not without. It's not without its perils. But Ugh. it worked. It worked since time immemorial, and it's only fallen apart in the last. This motherfucker's gonna drink my 50 beer. Fifty or seven, maybe fifty. No, probably longer than that, right? 60, 70, 70 80 years. Oh, yeah, about hundred years, right? Since yeah. the since the since the recovery after the depression, I would say. Yeah, yeah, so, eighty years, eighty years, eighty years. Yeah. World War, World War. So two. if we can just kind of pull it together a little bit, and people could just sort of you know figure out efficiencies in that in multi generational in housing way, and I think I think it would it would solve so many of these. People wouldn't be stressed out about so much of this stuff. Things are taken care of. Well, you know, I mean, the flip side is we could have our politics not governed by stuff that happened 60 and 70 years ago. Like, you're talking about the reason that's the way it is in America is because you're talking about the greatest period of middle class growth in the history of the world. Well, yeah. I mean, being... So that's why you could... Post-World War II... Right. I mean manufacturing boom all this other stuff i mean there's a there's a whole there's 
there's these there are these great um, topics that are handled on on YouTube by a guy named Charles Marin who does this thing called Strong Towns, which I mean they're long and slightly dry, and I I'm interested in them just because of my my public my public service, but the uh, but all it's all in there like the reasons that you know the reasons that we turned into a car culture and ruined our cities and all these other things it's all in there right it's just you know we just we did it to ourselves yeah but it does i mean but but if you did it to yourself you should be able to fix it yourself and it just it takes it takes it's going to take some doing you know but we'll see perhaps <laughs> or we won't fix it and or we'll the just- nihilist teens <laughs> Kill us all. <laughs> Controlled by the chat GPT, the nihilist teens will will just basically just run amok in this country. And uh, and uh, and there you have it. I, for one, support our new overlords. <laughs> Skynet, nihilist teens, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. Can't be worse than what we got cooking these days. Well, I mean, it's... Yeah, well, yes, it could be. Okay, but, fine. you know. Yeah, it was, in fact. <laughs> but I mean, just I'm mean, talking about general, like I'm, I'm talking right. about general, like uh, aperture. Listen, like, we're, the we're fusion power will keep the lights on, will keep your electric car running, and the nihilist teens driving the electric cars with this unlimited electricity will be clubbing us old people in the streets. It'll be terrific. We'll no be- jobs, just the purge, the forever <laughs> right? purge, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's the purge, except twenty four seven, three hundred sixty five days a year. All right, that's our show. Our thanks to all of you for still listening to the 2-on-3 pod. There are dozens of you. Where we endlessly pursue life's ideal recipe. <laughs> Subscribe, review, tell your friends and your enemies and meet us here next time for more delicious dish. But until then, Happy New Year! <laughs>